Welcome back to another episode of Dose of the Show. Um, I'm your host, Eric, and I'm with four, three others with us. Uh, Jared Fabian, the co-commissioner, my, our co-commissioner, and, and we are with Let's Bash, both managers, Casey Jenkins and Casey Fitzsimmons. How are we, boys? What's up? Happy Top to be here. World. Top of the world, baby. Let's talk baseball. Fitz, where are you, whereabouts are you calling us from right now? I am on my couch in London, England right now. So you're five hours behind us? No, that'd be West Coast, Jared. I'm ahead of you. would be like Hawaii. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting in the middle of the Pacific? No, other way, Jared. (laughs) So I guess um, our first, uh, like, as we get this conversation going, uh, you guys are reigning champs, both you guys. Um, congrats. and Congratulations. Well-deserved. So, uh, yeah, as far as, like, last year's team, I mean, pretty quickly, like, what, um, how, how was the run? And, um, you know, how, how do you, how'd you feel about winning your first championship? Give us some, um, show us some light on that. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, like, our strategy was very much around trying to scoop up some of these Tommy Johns, sit them on the bench and see what we could use with them. But we had a absolute monster offense, uh, you know, led the, led the way by, um, I mean, just look at kind of the, the bats we had last year. You're done. Um, I mean, we had Max Muncie, who was just a stud kind of late rounder, um, Teoscar was kind of a big guy that Jenkins was really high on last year. Owned me in the playoffs. He literally won you guys that week. Um, Yeah. That was, that was, that was crazy. But yeah, you guys were pretty wild. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple late moves too, right? We got um, a nice trade for, for Marcus, you know, hi Jenkins is a huge Jays fan. So it's all about trying to get max out the Jays roster on the lineup. I mean, they had one of the best offenses in the league. I mean, our, our, our main offensive strategy is normally we didn't do it this much uh, this year because the Jays were just flying off the shelves, but you know, Jays and Jays and Dodgers, those are, those are all the offensive players that you need and you're good to go. Not to mention we have maybe the greatest keeper in the league's history, uh, regardless of round. I mean, the round's a little high, but uh, is there anybody that can even compare to Shohei Otani uh, as a keeper ever in this league? I would say no. Yeah, he's he's a historic player, uh, once in a lifetime kind of guy. Uh, you know, you guys deserved it. You guys killed it. I love the move. Does Jazz Chisholm Hall? He didn't even get kept, right? Jazz Chisholm? No. Did he not get kept by? Uh, no, I don't think so. Sheldon, he by, by Sheldon, because he is he is actually uh taken off this year last year he started hot and then fizzled so that that was kind of the move there to keep marcus uh, rallied with me and and bobby witt's off to a slow start where jazz and jared yeah fitz and i are on the we're yeah we got a board bet in yeah it's long season boys witt's got a stolen base today you know so my question for you, Jared, was how um, how pissed were you when we got Alec in the in the rookie draft last year? Yeah, to be honest with you, I, I regret not picking him during the regular draft because he's a guy I want on my roster. You know, I love rooting for him. Obviously, we've got our connection at WVU together. So 
uh, wishing him the best. And it's hard, it, even this week when, when he battles me this weekend, you know, it's hard for me to root against that guy. So, you know, I, yeah. I was salty about it for sure. You know, would love an opportunity to, to get him, get him back, you know, maybe a Tatis or, you know, whatever it takes. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I, uh, last yeah. year he was absolutely key to our run as well. Being a prospect draft guy that we could just drop every, after every start, pick up another starter, put him right back on the roster when he was going again, it's yeah. pretty much the staff ace this year. So, uh, yeah, that must sting a lot. Um, <laughs> plus, uh, just, just again, let's just talk about Shohei Otani and how fucking great he is. That's uh, off. How to about us? how about the how many strikeouts did he have on the final Sunday of the show to clinch the victory for us, Fitz? I think he had nine on the final Sunday. Of, yeah. We we were Fitz was up until one a.m. on yeah. London England time watching electric stuff. It was yeah, that was very memorable. I mean, it was. I think it, it just he's so dynamic and like you were, you mentioned it kind of once a life. He's like up there with ba- Babe Ruth in terms of just like this early in his career, what he can do on both sides of the, 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 the field. It's just kind of amazing to be, to, to watch him. I think he's the most exciting player in baseball, right? We can kind of admit that. And, you know, I, does he get enough love over there in the U S uh, from the media and everything? He's on oh. the angels. So no, <laughs> exactly but i show is definitely one of the people that one of the players that i wish i had just because you know his upside is a top five pitcher and a top five hitter it's like you, it doesn't get better than that and um and i think he can hit that more times than he doesn't so i, I think he's you know a cheat code essentially was what i yeah referred to him as but i i have a question for you guys uh now that we have you both here um you as you know as everybody knows listening to this podcast you guys are the only clubhouse with two managers in the show running the show so if we were to pop open the hood and uh see what the operations are is is maybe Fitzsimmons more of the brains where you know he's picking up all the players and Jenkins more of the cheerleader (laughs) maybe don't take that you know Fitzy the pitching coach what's uh What's going on? Clearly, you won a championship, so you're doing something right. But what's going on in the day-to-day operations for you guys? Yeah, I mean, it took a couple of years to figure it out, but I wouldn't be anywhere if if Jenkins didn't step up and help me co-manage this. I mean, it's 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 actually a lot of fun to be honest. Uh, to keep kind of you know, there's an ocean between us, but we talk like all the time, and baseball is an aspect of that. But like, it definitely has helped us. You know, really, our friendship is is very tight, and I think it's cool to have an anchor like this, this franchise and, or a uh, franchise, you know, in, in oh, it's this a franchise. Kind of, it's, yeah. it's no, maybe, a di- maybe, no a, maybe it, we're, we're building a dynasty, <laughs> but the keeper thing is so much fun, man. Like that is the, why I love being part of this. And we, you know, I don't know, Jenks, like obviously he has the, the player card every day of the week. You know, most of these swaps are coming in late after I'm in bed, you know, it's fun to have the draft, um, you know, this was a complete different year with the draft. So that was an interesting one. Um, but you know, I take his, I take his advice a lot more than he takes mine, <laughs> but it is nice to have an early morning, uh, waiver wire searcher as well. So, I mean, <laughs> there- I got a guy, I got a, a guy up or uh, up earlier than, uh, anybody else in the league searching the waiver wire, finding those moves, making suggestions. And then uh, when I wake up, I, I've got uh, text messages ready to go yeah. on uh, on how we're going to make adjustments, <laughs> win matchups. Those, were, those usually, uh, they start at like, you know, 
10 a.m. my time. So you're, it's like 5 a.m. your time. And I'm like asking a question, like, what do you think of this guy? And like by <laughs> 5, 30, it's, it's already happened. So he's waking up to the question and then the action. Oh, I'll make <laughs> actions and I'll go back to bed. I, well, I have the, I have the 5 a.m. dog walk uh, every morning and then go back to bed, make moves, go back to bed. That's kind of the routine here. The boy across the pond. And yeah, then, there you go. See if there's moves oh, to be made. Do you guys share the responsibilities 50-50? Is it completely split? I mean, we run uh, everything by each other for the most part, I yeah. think. Uh, I, I mean, every once in a while, I'll make a move that will then correspond with him making a move, not realizing I made a move. That That's happened <laughs> yeah. in the past. Although we've uh, we've cut down on that significantly, yeah, I think the lines of communication have been a little bit uh, a little bit better than the trigger finger of the ad ad drop button, like old days. So, yeah. um, I think honestly, it's about the keepers though. We have like really we're on the same page, and like this year, you know, it was a big decision around like Chris Sale and and um, Alec, and we were just kind of like having that back and forth, and you know, obviously we picked right, but um, you know. I think having really strong keepers at good rounds has been able to allow us to fill in spots, take reach a little bit for some exciting players this year um, and, and fill out the roster that we, the way we want. Who are those keepers? I mean, we had Marcus Simeon, we had Shohei. Um, so and that's, then we that's had two within the top three of the AL MVP race right there. Yeah. And then we had Jordan who just hits blasts and then um and then we took Alec this year so we had three incredible hitters and the you know so two hitters two pitchers or you know three hitters two pitchers it's yeah you guys you guys have essentially five keepers yeah essentially essentially five five, keepers yeah five keepers basically it's so you guys asked that question earlier so hey i just want to like read off his stats from last year i mean he hit he threw 130 pit or 30 innings last year with 156 k's Hmm. and then hitting i mean he had 46 bombs and 100 RBI, rbis but the other stat that's crazy is he had 26 steals last year yeah he swipes bags my goodness that's like a 10 cap not eight category player right there <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> but uh casey you did mention uh the draft was different this year and i wanted to dive into that a little bit and peel peel back the onion uh because you know jenkins you kind of gave you didn't give pushback, but you let me know a little bit that you weren't um, all about it. Let's just say, uh, you know, and, and, you know, as we know, we, we did it differently this year and having that for slow draft at, under our belts, you know, we, we went through it all. Uh, what was your experience, especially as a duo? I know you guys were on, um, you had picked one, so you were on one end of the spectrum. So maybe that was a little easier than being in the middle um, every round, but how was the draft? How, how did you guys, um, think about it and uh yeah talk about that for a little bit i mean I think I'm being a... on the bookend it was definitely easier to pick two players at the same time well you just yeah. gave that strategy away for the next but i'm I'm, I, I'm still just against it uh, especially from our standpoint there were times when our picks were coming up but they weren't going to come up until 2 a.m fits time and then i felt responsible for making the pick to move the thing along so I have to like discuss it, but then when Beth best laid, laid plans, players are gone when Fitz is in bed, but I still feel the responsibility to move along the draft. So yeah. Plus it's just, it lacks the, it lacks the rush of a draft night, which uh, is normally one of the most fun baseball nights of the year, as far as this league's concerned and spacing it out almost makes it 
more of a chore in my in my opinion than uh than that initial rush night that we have where it's just going for a week while I'm trying to do yeah. whatever and everybody has to do whatever rather than setting aside that one night. There's no yeah. doubt that having a draft in one night is, um, is just makes it all epic. I mean, the draft itself is one of the most important parts of this whole thing that we're doing. And uh, yeah, and I agree like that. It's, it is a fun night and like a, almost a celebratory, you know, occasion. Um, obviously it was a little different this time. Casey, I cut you off there. Were you going to say something? So I, <clears throat> I didn't really like CBS's uh, app like, or it actually just wasn't working very well on my phone. Were I think, you using I think it was an iPhone or an Android? Uh, iPhone. And I had to log into the web browser the most. And it just was a horrible kind of user experience. I do have to say at that same respect that CBS is like write-ups and stuff like that is like a lot of fun to have, right? Like it's cool that they, you know, send out a weekly email, like, oh, you know, Hoff's team's killing it this week because of these players and jumping stats. And um, so I think there is a benefit throughout the season that we're going to get those kind of constant, like, you know, that this happened this week, here's the standings where you just don't get that with um, the ESPN app. Um, obviously we, there's a lot of chatter in the group, so we're always talking shit, but um, I, I don't have a strong opinion on the slow, slow draft versus, you know, I'm, I'm not usually there in person anyways. So for me, if Jenkins is, wants the rush, you know, I, I, I'm supporting that. <laughs> you don't, uh, you don't get those seminal moments like uh, us taking LCD's Escobar in the fourth Ugh. round. It, so it, it's true, but like, doesn't it make every pick like that much more important? I feel like, I mean, from my perspective, it, it kind of does. Um, it has a bigger impact. Like you, you only have uh, two picks a day, so you want to make them count a little bit. I don't know. It's a, uh, yeah. I didn't hear. I just have to say there, there. Uh, so we're going to have like three listens on Spotify and there's definitely going to be a comment from Berg talking about Escobar pick from fucking 2014 <laughs> on, on the actual Spotify thing. That's, that's easy money. That's easy money. Easy money. Yeah. Uh, I didn't hear panic pick more than one time this whole draft. I really didn't. And, uh, you know, I've always been a big component, a uh, big support supporter of, our one night draft. I get a lot of excitement out of that. Just like the others we have, you know, six to eight managers who come together and, and yeah. have a fun night, make a fun night out of it. Uh, but with that being said, I, I enjoyed aspects of the slow draft too. And, and I'm with you Fitz. I, I don't really have a strong opinion. Yeah. My takes are only strong, <laughs> but let's, uh, let's dive into another take of yours. Well, I mean, not really you, you were, you've been an advocate of uh, just abolishing the catcher position. <laughs> and um, here we are three weeks into the season and, you know, there's not really not much to catch. I mean, obviously there's, there's a handful of guys, but um, as far as like league changes, I know the slow draft was a big league change. Uh, abolishing a catcher would be a big change. Do you have any, any idea? Like what, what could, I know this league is very unique. We got a lot of things like, uh, you know, that other leagues don't do, but um, no catcher. Are you still on that train? And it, are there any other things that you have a, you'd like to see out of the, the league moving a different direction. In. Hold my beer. <laughs> I mean, nobody's hitting right now. We might as well not have any hitters until they get rid of all these humidors. Uh, but the, I mean, the main change that, that I am always going to push for with this league is uh, opening up restrictions on, 
uh, trades, future trades, draft picks being available. The first three rounds or first two rounds is so arbitrary. Like I, 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 I should be able to trade whomever's on my roster, build for the future. This, this whole league is about building dynasties, right? So the DeGrom trade that I tried to get through by the letter of the law, uh, incorrect a couple of years ago, John Means not worth a first round pick or not worth a third round pick, I should say, because I wasn't allowed to trade for a first round pick. Uh, I think uh, just open it up. Let it let let everybody be free to make the moves that they can possibly make to position their teams however they want to in the future. Jenkins will die on that hill forever. At least yeah. he's at least he's over the catcher position. It sounds yeah, like so. he's moved I mean, the catcher position yeah. is I mean, it's, it's like hitting a pitcher. I, it, I, it's what about varsity? It's like, so you'd be down for a two catcher league instead. <laughs> well, we do have two, two uh, catchers on our roster right now. One that's, that's out what's question. funny. That's, we have yeah. one on the IL. So that's, that's kind of <laughs> the only reason why, but yeah, yeah. I mean, what am I doing with any, what, what am I doing with the catcher that's hitting 200 and putting up eight home runs a year? Like, Plays every, like that's, every, that's, third every day. that's every catcher in the league. Yeah. We're all in the same boat. Uh, you know, Adley, I'm looking forward to Adley. Well, let's put it that way. Hopefully I won't have that problem moving forward. But uh, Is he called up? Uh, he's recovering from an injury and, you know, expected to join the major league roster in the, in the coming months, right? Mm. So, uh, you know, you guys are the reigning champs. Uh, question for you, who do you, who do you want to see in the finals this year if you guys make it back? Who do we want to um, beat in the finals? I'd love to beat Hoff, to be honest, because this is the best roster I've seen Hoff have in a in a while. He always seems to be a piece or two away, uh, always kind of like at that last playoff spot. Yeah, I think his his roster is quite strong this year. Hoff's a bum. I'm gonna beat <laughs> his ass this week. You hear me, Josh? And and you know Drew B in first place first two weeks through the season maybe we should uh, be giving him a little bit of love but uh, yeah but didn't he play fucking Max like <laughs> zoom when when's uh when, what's the parody like in this league when's Max gonna get punished for being a, a basement dweller well he we should we should have probably something. probably when everybody else gets to how many championships does he have now he's got three he's so got three when everybody titles. else gets to at least three titles i guess we can start no, i'm never gonna hear the end of that <laughs> <laughs> 10 2 loss week one by him so mm. hey jenkins we didn't get an answer from you though who, who do you want to see in the finals this year i mean hoff's a strong contender but i mean the guy that everybody wants to beat is always going to be berg but I mean, let's be real. He's not getting there. So, Ooh, yeah. yeah. You know, the thing is, Berg, might not be Berg both, here. Both Berg and Drew um, have pretty good squads, like from the from the eye, you know, from just the the test of. Yeah, Berg up. had some good keepers too. I think. Yeah, Andy got a couple. He sold off, and he had a couple uh, seventh round picks, and uh, actually, yeah. So his team looks good, um, and so does Drew. But you know, the draft is one part. Managing throughout the entire, you know, two and a half, three month season or however long it is, is another. So who looking at Burke's pitching staff? Who Oof. leads the league in least <laughs> amount of moves this year? Who leads the league in least amount of moves this year? None other than Drew B with one move. So you're spot on there, Char. Uh, last but not least, what are you guys doing with your winnings? Uh, I think we're, you know, investing in future teams. <laughs> mm. 
we're looking we're looking not only am i looking to open up draft capital to be to be uh tradable at any round but let's let's get some money on these trades let's do cash considerations let's get it really going here <laughs> future considerations future considerations yeah. let's open up this league to get let the freak flags fly baby I like it. Um, well, there you have it, folks. That was uh, that was Team Let's Bash, reigning champs, trying to go for their second title in the show. Um, you know, this is week three now. We're going to get uh, another manager on, hopefully for next week, and keep on pumping out these episodes. I think everybody likes is passionate about the league and likes, uh, you know, being involved and uh, looking forward to the future, um, future episodes of uh, the podcast. Thanks, boys. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good night. Did it.